0: experience worship true worship experience the word bringing you wholeness experience the warmth of fellowship experience wholeness at lighthouse Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthouseng.org or contact us at info@lighthouseng.org. At the Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny.
1: welcome people around you tonight. Just welcome them in the name of the Lord. Tell them I'm glad that you are here. Thank you everyone watching us online. It's a beautiful exchange service. We are glad to have you join us in this service tonight. It's going to be a great time again in God's word. And there's just something we will do. I'll I'll preach briefly and I I would like someone and I want you to be open to the spirit. Just someone to help me summarize my message tonight. Praise God. I said praise God. So winning in crisis, I will be specific. Title this one, overcoming crisis. You need to overcome because that's our DNA. Uh, Let's open our Bible. At the end of tonight, uh, what I'm believing God for is that each and every one of us can say this testimony. I can overcome any crisis of life. I can. You can. We can. And you see, why am I so confident? Open your Bibles, please, with me to 1 John chapter 5. I I read uh, 1 John chapter 5. Uh, The Bible is God's word to us today. Can I have an amen tonight? 1 John chapter 5. read the first um, five verses it says whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ that person is born of God and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him by this we know that we are the children of God when we love God and keep his word For this is the love of God, that we keep His words. And His words are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the testimonial, or this is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. Then the question, who is He who overcomes the world? the answer, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Can we read the same rendering in the message translation and then in the TPT translation? In the message first, he said, every person who believes that Jesus is, in fact, the Messiah, is God begotten. If we love the one who conceives the child, we will surely love the child who was conceived. The reality test on whether or not we love God, we love God, God's children, is this. Do we love God? Do we keep His commands? The proof that we love God is when we keep His commandments. And this commandment Are not at all all troublesome. Every God begotten son conquers the world's, the world's way. The conquering power that brings the world to his knee is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's way is simply the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I will have it rendered in um, TPT. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah is God's spiritual child and has been fathered by God himself. And and everyone who loves Father God, loves his children as well, said this is how we can be sure that we love the children of God by having a passionate love for God. And by obedience to his commands. It says, true love for God means obeying his commands. And his commands don't weigh us down as heavy bodies. Verse 4, it says, you see, every child of God overcomes the world. It says, so who are the world conquerors, defeating its power, but those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The first thing I'd like to say tonight is that we have a faith that we can engage, confront crises of life with, and can swallow up life challenges. Our faith is tangible. Our faith is substantial. Our faith is enduring. It can pull through any life situation and circumstances. What our faith does is to help us put our trust in God. Put our trust in His Word. So God and His Word can be trusted. God and his word can be dependent on. That's how strong our faith is. We can depend on God wholeheartedly. I used to have a painting in my house. It's just a parachute wrapped up with the inscription faith. And it just, just a lovely inscription on it. This only works by faith. And that's the whole essence of that, even the natural parachute. You have to believe that when you take a dive and you release it at the appropriate time, it will work. Oh, okay, life jacket. I'm talking about life jacket. I'm talking about parachute. It's also the same thing. They are protective gels. They are protective gels. They help us to be able to say life jacket if you don't know how to swim. And then... You are they throw one at you, and you are wise enough to wear it, and you don't struggle with water. You keep float. I mean, you keep afloat until help comes. But you see, what usually happens is that when we see large expanse of water, people try to, and then they try to struggle and all that. All about water is that you cooperate with the wave. That's the thing. It's the same thing with our faith. You cooperate with the word of God. All that God is expecting from you and I is not not burdensome. That's what we read. It's not not a burden. Trusting God, obeying God is not something we struggle to do or we should struggle to do. But usually, we think in our own natural mind that the commandments of God are burdensome. But... What is the message? Firstly, tonight is that our faith can be trusted. We don't have a vague faith. We are not. Uh, the Bible says, if only in this world, all our hope rest. It says we are of all men most miserable. So you say, how do I know that we can depend on our faith? First Corinthians chapter 2, Paul was emphasizing this. And I want us to look at it First from the Amplified Classic. First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. I just want to lay this foundation. It says, As for myself, brethren, so when I came to you, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony and evidence of mysteries and the secret of God concerning what he has done through Christ. For the salvation of men in lofty words of eloquence, of human philosophy and wisdom. Paul was saying, where well, I resolved to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and not to be conscious of nothing. This was a PhD old in law. He said, but hey, when it comes to Christ, when it comes to his word, I lay aside all those things. I mean, there are many intellectual arguments today against the Bible. Paul says, I am not conscious of nothing. He said, the only thing I am conscious of in this faith war is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and Him crucified. Verse 3 says, And as I was in the past into a state of weakness and fear, dread, and trembling, after I had come among you, verse 4 says, My language and my message were not set forth in persuasive, enticing, plausible words of wisdom, but they were in demonstrations of the Holy Spirit and power, approved by the Spirit and power of God operating on me and stirring in the minds of my hearers the most holy emotions and thus persuading them. Verse 5. Verse 5. So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, that is human philosophies, but in the power of God. Let's read the same rendering from TPT, please. I just want to lay this foundation. We can overcome crisis in life. Said my brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, I refuse to come as an expert. Trying to impress you with my eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. There are many experts on Facebook. Who think that their doctrine is what which you all heat like me in the body of Christ. And they are so. They are so good about it. They say, hi, I'm telling you, this is what I believe. Paul says, for while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with only one topic. Jesus, the crucified Messiah. I stood before you, feeling inadequate, filled with the reference for God and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. The message I preach and I how I preach it was not an attempt to sway you. Paul, I mean, he was a good orator, uh, or rather a good writer. So he could have used word to sway the people with persuasive argument, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's spirit. That's his intention. Verse 5. Because what he's going for is that I intend that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. So, our faith is dependable. We can depend on God and his word. Our faith is reliable. Our faith is not built on the wisdom of men. Our faith is not built on the philosophy of men, but in demonstration of spirit and power. Look at verse 6. With me, 6 to 10. He said, in the same way, you receive Jesus, our Lord and Messiah, by what? By what? He said, continue your journey of faith. Progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots, you go deeply into the life of Jesus where you are continually infused with strength and courage in every way. For you are established, how? In the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. Beware that no one distracts you or intimidates you in the attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness by pretending to be full of wisdom. When they are filled with endless arguments of human logic, for they operate with humanistic and clouded judgment based on the mindset of this world, world system, and love the anointed truth of the anointed one. We're going to turn, for he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. verse ten says, and our own completeness is now found where. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom, an authority in the universe. Let's read the rendering in mes- in Amplified Classic First before message. That same Colossians two six to ten. I'm going somewhere tonight, but I just want us to establish. He said, "As you have therefore received Christ, even the Jesus." the Lord, so walk regulate your lives and conduct and conduct yourselves in union with him, in in conformity to him have your roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him becoming increasingly more confirmed, you know we use that word confirmed Mm -hmm. for you to confirm anything, just confirm it in your faith confirm and establish in the faith, just as you have been taught and abandoned and overflowing it in it with thanksgiving. Verse 8. Says, See to it that no one carries you off as spoil or make yourself captive by his so-called philosophy and intellectualism and then deceit, hide do fancies and plain nonsense, following human traditions, men's ideas of the material rather than the spiritual world. Just crude notions following the rudimentary and elementary teachings of the universe. I hear that word the Lord. this day. Universe smiles at you. I hear that word the Lord. this day. And disregarding the teaching of Christ, the Messiah, say so for in him the whole fullness of deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. And you are in him. You are not outside him. You are not beside him. You are not at the periphery. You are in him. You are made full. And having come to the fullness of life in Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And you are reaching full spiritual stature. And he is the head of all rule and authority and every angelic principality and power. Let's go lastly to uh, message. Message? Message? Say, so my counsel for you is very simple and straightforward. Just go ahead eh, with what you have been given. Lighthouse, don't look for new teachings. Don't look for fads. We are talking on our way here. If there is anything that I've discovered now, in this faith walk, It's your consistency with Christ that matters. There is nothing new that you are you are still in this faith. Five years, ten years, you have not had any cause to go back, you have not had any cause to deny whether the word of God is true. So he said, My cancer for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You receive Christ Jesus the Master. Now, live in him. You are deeply rooted in him. You are well constructed upon him. You know your way around the faith. Now, do what you've been taught. Schools out. Quit studying the subject. Start living it. And let your living spirit over into thanksgiving. Verse 8: He said, Watch out for people who try to dazzle you with big words. An intellectual double-talks. They want to drag you into an endless argument that never amounts to anything. They spread their ideas through empty traditions of human beings. An empty superstition of spirit beings. But that's not the way of Christ. I have five, five power. I've only used one. That's not the way of Christ. Can I have an amen tonight? Eh? Simple divination. What is flying over? Vain word, use of words. is that everything of God gets expressed in him. Said so you can see and hear him. Wow. Clearly, you don't need a telescope, a microscope, or a horoscope to realize the fullness of Christ. Can I have an amen tonight? So your life is not Gemini. You are not, your life, the summary of your life is not Aries or Leo or Scorpio. No, you don't need horoscope to realize the fullness of Christ and the emptiness of this universe without him. When you come to him, that fullness comes together for you too. Can you see it, people of God? His power extends, Over everything. How do you overcome crisis of life? Number one, whatever you are doing with your faith walk, keep at it. Keep at it. Whatever you are doing with your faith walk, keep at it. Your devotion to Christ, keep at it. Your study, keep at it. Your prayer life, rooted in the word of God, keep at it. Let yours be the law of consistency activated by the Holy Spirit. It's just an encouragement. How do you overcome crisis? You know, when crisis of life hits, there are many suggestions. It's just like people who lose their their loved one. When you go into a house of money, you hear all kinds of things, philosophies. But see your comfort in the times when life hits is in the word of god we can philosophize you can hear it you can hear testimonies like i used to call it they will tell you that Ah, i mean say for example the subject of sickness when symptoms hit people will know somebody that that same thing has killed They know one auntie, they know one sister, they know one cousin, they know one niece. They said the other day, I even went to another spiritual. The person who was admitted beside my sister is, oh, whatever you are doing before the crisis of life hits, keep at it. You are trusting God, keep trusting him. Your heart is established in his peace, let it be. Can I tell you something tonight by the word of the Lord? Crisis of life does not last for long. In Romans chapter 8, that great scripture, verse 14, it said, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So when crisis of life hits, that is the best time to keep consistently, I must be led out of this crisis. Can I have an amen? amen? And as we are led out of it by way of instruction, we become matured sons of God. God can commit responsibility; He can help us develop cry our capacity to face anything that comes our way. I love the songwriter. One of those songwriters, he said, "Whatever may my come my way, my life is said That's the confidence. In verse 16 of that same chapter, it says the Spirit himself bears witness. So, in the time of crisis, the Spirit of God bears witness. One of the witness is, number one thing is that you are not alone in this. You know, if we shift our focus of Jesus, like Samuel encouraged us earlier on, we begin to become overwhelmed by the circumstances that we are currently facing. And that's what happens. Once your heart is overwhelmed, the tendency to cave in is very strong. Whatever you are doing, keep at it. That's number one way to overcome crisis. Please, when crisis hit, train yourself eh, to be led. You see, most of the time, we train our minds and our hands that's our skill. That's our work. But we also must train ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God. We must train ourselves. So it's very easy for when crisis hit, for people to figure things out in their minds. Or uh-huh. by reason of their hands and their connection, they are able to make something else. But we are limited. We, uh, we train ourselves in those natural things. But hey, before crisis hit, Why crisis hit in the midst of the crisis? Train your human spirit. The Bible says, "The spirit of man we sustain him in his infirmities." I think Proverbs eighteen sixteen. So it's very important, brethren. We train ourselves. The Holy Spirit in times of crisis we make demand on us. We lead us in the way that we will go. We guide us with his eyes. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, 27, the spirit of man is the country of the Lord. So in the time of crisis, whatever you and I are doing, let's keep at it. Crisis moment don't last forever. Luck, insufficiency will not last forever. Everything in this natural world that has a beginning has an end and we can terminate it eh, when we understand how to walk the word of God in the midst of life's crisis. So whatever you are doing before the crisis came, business is not working. eh? What were you doing before the crisis came? You are diligent. So continue to be diligent. You are punctual. Continue to be punctual. You You showed up. You are present every day. Continue to be present every day. You are dependable with the little work or contract that you have. Continue to be dependable in the times of crisis. The truth is that in this natural world, it always seems that we are out to fight. But the truth also is that we are out to win. We can win. We are winning every time if we put our perspective in that in the posture that focuses on god second thing out on crisis become aware of your design become aware of your design become aware become aware become aware become aware in philemon 6 it's a great scripture he said that the communication of your faith will become effectual when you acknowledge the good deposit. So you become aware. You become aware. Philippians 1.6, but Philemon 6, I want to quote Philippians 1.6 too. It's that being confident. Being confident. So in crisis, a lot of people are broken down. In crisis, a lot of people whine and complain. But in crisis period, become aware of your inbuilt design. I mean, the illustration the Holy Spirit gave me, in turbulent moment, did you ever hear any pilot say, o atiku o? No, because they know that each plane is designed, it has inbuilt mechanism to withstand turbulence. Planes don't come down through turbulence. As a matter of fact, I've studied it. If it's much, they either take it to a higher altitude or they bring it to a lower altitude. That's why they have flight plan. That's why the pilot will study the route before taking the plane off the ground. He knows how to navigate it because he's aware, he's furnished. The same way, believers, we must all be aware of what we carry. What we carry can swallow anything on the outside, and we must not allow fear, false evidence appearing real. Please let me say to you tonight, and I say it under God: every one of us will experience crisis in life. Everyone, because that's the only way we can test what we carry. If there is no turbulence, we can test the strength of the plane. And you see, plane is designed to fly under any and every weather condition. It is when they have to fly in snow, they have to fly on um, land or water, that's when they deploy the things that have been inbuilt. Can I have an amen? So become aware of your design. You know, and this is a simple secret about that. Maybe I will just stay and close on this because I want somebody to share their story. See, there is an inbuilt strength of the Holy Spirit in us. We have the capacity of God in us. We have the ability of God in us. And just like that story that was read, if that storm, if that water could not swallow up the boat, could not swallow up Jesus and his disciple. whatever it is, cannot swallow up in this life. There is an inbuilt strength. You know, how do I know that? In Genesis 1.26, God says, let us make man in our image. In other words, let's make image means a replica. A replica. Kinds begat kinds. When dogs give back, they give back to puppets, fellow dogs. When horses give back, they give back to young horses. When God gives back, he gives back to God. In Psalm 82, he said, but I have said to you, you are God. If you are not aware, you die like common man. So we have the capacity. Image means a replica. Likeness means gene, genetical, generation. So we carry the gene of God. Can God die in crisis? No. No. Brother, sister, let's become aware. And John 1, 12 and 13 gives us an insight into this. He said, as many as received him, to them gave he what? Power to become. Power to become power to become so it means we can continue in our faith walk and as we continue as we are consistent with it we are becoming we are made in the image in the likeness of god we carry the gene of god when you cut us open our dna is god's nature we have zoe the life of god glory to jesus tonight So, planes are have inbuilt mechanism to handle turbulence and any adverse condition. In fact, on planes, I understand. I mean, when air hostess we say this, say just follow the instruction. When the pilot comes and say brace for impact, it means he wants to land, whether on water or on land. But brace for impact is just the initial thing. But still, most pilots, they are trained. Whether you like it or not, air air, air travel is still the safest means of transportation. It's the safest, no matter what it is. Those planes are attached. So if they land, if you do turbulence, it might be that the next set of passengers may not even experience turbulence in that same route on their way back. Whether they are... They are built to handle it. The same way we are here, we are black people, we are Nigerians, we are Africa. We have in built nature of God. We carry his gene to withstand the pressure on this environment. Please, brother, sister, that's the second way. I I so much love the word of God. Let's read John 1-1 in the message. We must become aware of our design. Look at what we share. John 1.1 in the message translation. Please look look up. Can you read it from the screen? Can we go? Let's let's follow the process. Number one one two three go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Verse two. So we carried the image and the likeness of God. Verse three. Including the problems. The crisis. yeah. Without him. Uh-huh. Verse four. Was what? Life. To live by. Verse 5. Could not. So it doesn't mean he didn't try. But he could not. Could not means he could not. And that's why if we look at our individual lives across this room tonight. There are crises of life that we have overcome. We overcame and we are wondering when we found ourselves at the other side, how did we go through that? We didn't lose our minds. In fact, there is a scripture, I think it's in Isaiah 44, it said, when we walk through the fire, it won't kindle our us. When we go through the water, it will not swallow us up. Please tonight, as I tidy this hope, no matter your Present situation and challenges, that thing will not swallow you up. Why? You know, how do I know? You have what I call unused abilities. A plane doesn't just, so that they won't waste fuel, they don't display their abilities. It's when crisis comes, when they are in space, they don't spend much flying. If, if there is turbulence, then they deploy. And the more they deploy, the more they use energy. They use power, so they don't use power all the time. But in other words, the ability is not when they now get there that the pilot will say, "Atikbe, uh, What do we do now? Shall we park? Shall we park? Can we change? No, 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 no. Have you been on such a flight before? No. You probably. I mean, you only hear their voices twice. They will allow you to settle in, and they assure you this hour, this flight today. Well, thank you for coming and all that. Uh, it's for six hours. Some who are mind among them, they just say, in fact, you don't hear most of the things that they say. Maybe it's deliberate to set you in. So you, you, eh? So <laughs> they will tell you that. So you may experience a little bump here and there, but there's nothing to be afraid of. Sit back. I will enjoy the flight. And then, once they want to start descending, thank you for being here. We wish to see you in another you uh, days. Enjoy your stay in wherever country. Have a pleasant evening. You won't hear. Even when you are descending and things are, you are, doing z- 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 you are holding your seat. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks to you anyhow. In fact, those who will calm you down, they're already there. They can give you suit, They can give you everything. But the truth is that they don't once they take that plane off, they don't think that it won't land. The same way. The captain of our salvation is there. I mean, he will never mismanage our lives. He will never abandon us. No matter the challenges, no matter the crisis, he will never abandon us. Because his word is true. There is a flight plan for our lives. We can know the hand from the beginning. We can read the promises of God, which are yes and amen. We can those unused ability, those untrained ability, don't untouch treasure, we can flame, find the flame into being. Can I shock you tonight? Romans 8:11. So that you can know it's the same Holy Ghost. He said, if the spirit of him, the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead over 2,000 years ago, is the same Holy Ghost that lives in you. He said, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, he who raised Christ from the dead, we also give what? Life. 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 All things were created by him. Through him. So nothing can take us out before our time. Can I have an amen tonight? My message to you tonight is that you can create new things. You can enjoy new opportunities. The ability of God is in you. The boss of the whole universe lives in you. You cannot go down. But be alive to this living God. Be aware of your design. You carry the DNA of God.
0: This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org for more.